Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash TV. I'm Rachel. And I'm Tot. And today we are talking Golden Bachelor episode seven, the women tell all and the end of the rose ceremony. Oh my gosh, so much to get first into. Of all, here. Rachel, ugh. First of all, I was so I was waiting for them to do the rose ceremony first. I was like, okay, like yeah, let's go. And I'm like, wait. They're making a stay through this whole thing, which I was going to watch it anyway. But at the same time, I was like, you're literally waiting till the very end, which I guess is strategic and everything, but it was driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, they're really holding us hostage with that information. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Before we get into our episode, just a reminder, uh, wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., make sure to follow us and give us a review. Give us a rating. If you like this pod, we would really appreciate that. Helps us out. Um, and also share this pod with a friend. If you have other friends that uh, listen to Reality Eating TV or any of the shows we're covering, um, we would love to be part of your friendship. We are also on Instagram at Trash TV Pod. Uh, there we post updates from throughout the nations of the shows that we're covering in updates on what the cast is doing things like that as well as updates on our episodes coming out and you can also dm us your reactions your predictions we love to hear from you guys there and we are also on twitter at trash tv reacts uh there we do more uh reactions as we're watching the shows and things like that and as always, we are still covering Golden Bachelor every Sunday, and we are also covering F-Boy Islands every Tuesday, uh, which you can catch up on. It's free on CWTV app. It's super fun. Um, I was just watching this morning, and that that show is like, it's just so much fun. It's like kind of golden era reality TV. So definitely recommend that. But I think that's about it. Let's get into this episode. I'm so excited. So much to talk about today. You got your mark, Tot? Grabbing it now. Cool. Let's do it. So as always, before we get into our recap, we have a little bit of dumpster diving to cover, keep you guys up to date on what else is going on throughout Bachelor Nation, etc. We're going dumpster diving. Whoa. So Tati, what have you got for us today? Yes, I got some interesting things that I wanted to pass along to our fellow trash divers. Um, okay, so I know that we always um, make fun of From Love is Blind, Carter. And yes. the guy, which I can't believe I forgot his name already, but the one with America attire. American um, attire. Uh, JP? Yeah, JP. Okay. And we make fun of them and we always say like, oh, where were you guys on this January 6th, et cetera, et cetera. Are you about to give me some answers? <laughs> um, Unfortunately, I don't have answers to that. However, okay. we have another cast member that we should be asking that question to. And it's going to be surprising. Oh, w- wait, wait, wait. Uh, I kind of want to. Is it someone from this season? Yeah, the same season. Who... Are you saying they are, they were there or like they're giving? I'm saying facts? we should also be asking that question to them. They were I don't know if they were there, of course, but and I'll explain uh, why. Okay, so we have is the Milton. Uh, who am I forgetting? What about the ladies? <laughs> oh, oh, ladies. Okay, um, Lydia or Stacy. I mean. I could definitely see Stacy. Um, she's just her family seems very Republican, like they're like kind of rich and they live in Texas. 
Um, Lydia's from Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Stacy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, bingo. <laughs> now, the only reason, and of course, this could be a reach, but hey, that's what we're here for. This uh, <laughs> is <just> speculating. <laughs> and reach as far as we want. Reach TV pod. <laughs> <laughs> reach TV. <laughs> but um, I was scrolling on Instagram and there was this post that I saw one of our bachelor people who was it um oh Caitlin Bristow's ex oh Jason um, no before that the original ex from the show that she was engaged to I forgot his name already too but anyways he was on do you know who Tommy Lauren is oh Tommy or Tommy uh kind of is she that blonde like Republican influencer type girl yeah um her so she he was on her podcast so I saw it popped up in the feed because bachelor obviously I don't know what their uh, discussion was so I went on there and I was just like looking through her feed because hey I'm just like what's on here and um there was this one picture of her and her husband I guess it was a um anniversary for them and I opened up the comments and Stacy replies, stunning, happy anniversary with the heart. And so I'm to Tommy Lauren. And in general, Tommy Lauren, like, red flag to me in general, she scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, that is some I'm so scared of in general. She just like her whole entire, like personality and everything is very scary to me. And then of course that, you know, she's like hardcore Trumpy interesting not a fan oh that's amazing I guess maybe Stacy and Carter should have been a couple that would have been a better match <laughs> I think it would have been a better match to be honest I feel like Carter would be more her type like outdoorsy rugged man and stuff that would throw her around and such yeah <laughs> but- <laughs> although I think we've kind of seen that he's not good with finances too or something right he was like fired from his job for selling drugs or whatever that's right <laughs> what was the other okay what if it was like Stacy and JP that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but I feel like JP is just not compatible with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. He has some girlfriend now. I know. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. We're happy Anyways, for him. I'm just reaching and saying maybe we should be asking Stacy where she was on January <laughs> 6th. Long story short with that one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess she's a fan of Tommy. Ew, not a fan <laughs> of that. Um, expected more from you, Stacey. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's pick one flaw. Damn it. <laughs> um, the other thing that I saw was um Renee and Carter. Some more tea. Oh my god. Still no update on Carter dropping his thing. Just okay. putting that out there. However, um Renee is still like poking at it, poking at the bear. Because being Carter. <laughs> yeah. She was like, um, so someone sent me this and it makes me all angry again. He messaged her on May 17th, 2022. Let's see what else was said during that time. So she posted these screenshots of Carter, his Instagram or whatever. And I guess this girl that was talking to him during that time, um, she was like showing the conversation. So she like sent over 
this receipt over to Renee and Renee was like, what the fuck, man? This just shows how many times he's been like cheating and everything like that. Wait, so this is after filming and so after they were broken up, but before the show aired? No, this is before the show. This is during filming. During filming. So I, yeah, May 17th, because um, in these text messages between her and Carter, um, there's two things that I'm going to tell you. There is going to be a screenshot from this girl that Carter messaged during that time. Okay, that's one. And the other screenshots and the other conversations is between Renee and Carter. And it is during uh, filming. It sounds like that. It was like the one of the last two weeks or something like that of filming. Interesting. Okay, I'm ready. So this is Carter and that girl. Okay. Okay. He said, um, he messaged her and he said, did we meet at the bridal show or something? <laughs> and she said, yeah, I believe so. We were wearing ice skater type outfits. And then he said... I've been out of town since then, and I felt like I've lived two lives since then. I met you and your boss, or was there three of y'all? And then he was basically saying, um, and I have this blurry memory of you being really quick to offer me your contact information, smiley face. <gasps> and then, I know. Wait, they met then, at a bridal show? Like, he's there, like, shopping for bridal stuff? I don't, I'm very confused about that part. I have no idea. <laughs> Unless that's something to do with his job. Like, maybe he's, like, construction, and then, I don't know. That's, that's weird. Okay. I know. And then she said, you met me and Blaze and we all exchanged Instagram info. Blaze was the one who exchanged info first. I'm not sure if you met Sonia, our boss or not. She wasn't with us at that time. And he says, oh, I don't recall Blaze. The reason I was so eager to get your Instagram is I thought I might I might um, and see if you'd ever be interested in going on a date with me. And she replied, I'm actually married, but I appreciate the compliment. And he's like, LOL. Yes, of course. Sorry. Okay. So he's basically asking this chick out for a date, May 17th. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Two days before. Um, this is the receipts that Renee is dropping between her and Carter. And two days before, he's texting her saying, All the things I say I want to be true. I guess I see them as shortcomings and um, overcompensate for them by trying to promise you pie in the sky stuff I should be saying these are things I need to work on I need to do a lot of growing up when I asked you to be my wife I didn't ask you to marry the person I am say because the per- that person needs to work on too many things to count I'm asking you to marry the man I can be the man I want to be the man I will be I fucking love everything about you, Renee, and I will go to the ends of the earth today tomorrow and 50 years from now to demonstrate how much I love and adore you um this is the last I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking this long to get uh, this through my thick skull and it's been the little things holding me back. Oh my gosh. He's like, marry the guy I'm going to be tomorrow. And then like tomorrow, he's like texting this other girl. <laughs> Literally. And so then the day of the same day, May 17th. Okay. He messaged her saying like, one out of, one of 10, how freaked out are you that you um are getting a marriage license with me tomorrow morning you know with like you know whatever and like the night before it looks like they were like talking saying like oh um wait what are you doing and And then he was like I love you and I miss you I'll be here if you want to talk enjoy your evening I look forward to seeing you tomorrow that stuff and giving her like kissy face emojis and then so they're getting their marriage license the next day and he's like trying to that's go on a night. first date. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. 
that he's like saying like, oh my God, we're going to be getting our marriage license. That same day, he's asking this girl on date. <laughs> and then there's other, there's one more screenshot. And this is the same day. It looks like they were in a fight because he said, it starts off saying, um, I had to ask nicely and tell you it was important to me three times to have one simple gesture from you. And she was like, what's important tonight? And then she said, you can hear back about the job. And then he said, I want to see your face before I go to bed. And I really shouldn't have to explain it. LOL. I just want my fiance to be willing to call me. No, I haven't heard the job. Maybe tomorrow. Anywho, sorry to be a novelist tonight. FaceTime me before bed tonight, please. And I want to know the other 15 out of 18 things about you. Kissy face. And then um, he ends up night saying, big week starts tomorrow. Let's start it off strong. Good night. I love you. So that's the yes. same day, the same day that he's messaging the other girl. Yes. And he's mad at her because she's not it's like, like he, yeah, he, because he knows that he's up to some shit. He's like checking in like, oh, I want to make sure you're like at home, not with someone else. You know, he's like projecting his own cheating onto her. Yeah. That's scary so stuff. crazy. It's scary because like the messages don't seem like. I mean, I would, I would, I mean, I I don't know him, but like, you know, he, the way he's talking, like, sounds genuine. It's scary. I know. Like, but it sounds like he's been fucking up a lot. And that was the thing because they were, the reason why they didn't air their relationship in general was because of some type of like, like physical, not physical, I'm sorry, um, emotional abuse. Um, like, he was just like dragging her and like the producers were like oh my god you know what i mean like they didn't think it okay so i mean it seems like he's been like apologizing a lot and everything as well and he's he knows he's flawed or whatever but you're right he just knows exactly what to say to kind of keep her in it but i think she was done for a while with this she was like all right i wonder what like <laughs> yeah was he dumb enough to say stupid things to camera about her like while things were going on obviously she would have seen that but now she won't but yeah that's crazy oh what a toxic guy <laughs> just the more that comes out the more it's like oh my god I hope yeah. she should put out like a public call like if anyone has talked to him please send me your receipts we'll line them up and see what he was saying at the same time oh that's so interesting I would love that and I'm honestly I mean I'm not surprised but I am surprised that she kept all those messages I'm sur I'm I guess I'm surprised because it's been so fucking long but at the same time you guys were on the show so of course she wants to keep those receipts yeah I guess so I don't ever delete my text messages do you me neither I like most of my storage is <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay last one sorry is kind of interesting because apparently there has been circulation in the bachelor nation sphere that um there is a cheating rumor um circling around specifically about like a married bachelor couple or engaged bachelor engaged bachelor couple Wait, currently so, engaged, or they were okay. Now they're not. <gasps> oh, um, I might. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, okay, so I'm just. Gonna, this is from Reddit. I'm just gonna go ahead and read this little paragraph. So it says they are claiming a source very close to all parties involved. Reach out to clarify. Um, the source said Tasha has never liked Caitlyn, which is weird because they did host together. Oh, okay, 
Okay. You remember that hot season, like one season, like they hosted the Bachelorette together. Well, Katie's yeah. season. Interesting. Okay. Um, the source said Tasha has never liked Caitlyn, and they know for a fact. After Caitlyn and Jason broke up, Zach, which was Tasha's fiance, and then they broke up too. After KB and Jason broke up, Zach DM'd Caitlyn saying he hadn't seen her post in a while because Tasha muted Caitlyn from his account. Okay. Um, they chatted back and forth. Caitlyn wanted to do the right thing, so Caitlyn told Tasha about the messages between her and Zach. The source says Tasha lost it on KB and called her a terrible human. Wait, the messages. What are the messages? Does that message that he hadn't seen anything from her in a while? So yeah, Zach DM Caitlin about how, how and it was basically saying how like Tasha muted him and da 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 whatever they, a little bit, and then Caitlin was like, oh, I kind of want to tell Tasha just so she knows about this and that I don't feel like weird hiding this or whatever the case is. Um, and so she told Tasha and Tasha lost it and uh, lost it on KB and called her a terrible human. Wait, she just told Tasha, hey, your fiance messaged me and said that you blocked me? Ex-fiance. Ex-fiance. Now. Yeah. So at the same time, I'm like, Tasha, girl, like, why are you freaking out? First, you guys are not even like you and your fiance are not even engaged anymore for like a, almost two years. Like, were, I don't were the messages flirty like why was she feeling much like she had to tell Tasha? yeah it doesn't have much context in he- context in here about like what kind of messages they were but again Tasha in general doesn't like caitlin so maybe she was just like saying like that was like a tipping point she's just like i hate you you're a terrible human and i also think it's so funny when people say like or describe people as like you're a terrible human being you know and people say like you're a sh- terrible human it's like okay it's, i don't know why this it's weird for me anyways um caitlin was with jason over the weekend and he straight up asked her if she and zach were talking caitlin told jason that she had proof that zach messaged her two weeks after they had moved out and broke up and there was no cheating going on hmm. and then it says the podcast started with one host saying a source close to kb and then the other host said it was a source close to all parties so not sure if that means anything couple questions that i have this person um were taisha and zach broke up two years ago in those two years he never saw any posts from kb until right after the breakup he clearly liked posts of hers from before the breakup so that doesn't seem true Hmm. like so maybe that was just just dming caitlin just maybe because he wants to hit her up or whatever like and actually flirt um it's clear that this source is caitlin (laughs) <laughs> a source close to everyone why are they getting Tasha involved in all this mess she could have uh, just said nothing happened outside of friendly messages who gives all these all this extra detail yeah that's the thing is like oh it's... and then this person right here asked the same question you had um why would kb feel the need to tell Tasha about the messages if they're just normal i don't understand that part yeah like the how is this even a story the fact that it's a story makes it seem like okay maybe there's something else in the messages but it just sounds like Tasha and him broke up a while ago one day he messaged katie 
Katie felt the need to tell everyone that she messaged her. But what was he saying? Like, I don't know. Exactly. Is he not allowed to message her? (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. So I think that's so funny, though. I guess I don't know if Caitlin just wants to, like, be stirring the pot and be like, hello. And just I, I, I don't get it at all. Yeah. Like, why would you? Why if someone didn't like you, you knew that they really didn't like you. And then their ex from years ago messages you. Why are you messaging that person and being like, hey, your ex messaged me? She probably doesn't like her either and just wants to, like, poke at the bear or something, I guess. That's, okay, interesting. Yeah, so Reddit's going hot on this, so I'll keep you posted if there's any other things that pop up. But I just thought it was interessante and had to share. That is interesting. Yeah, like, is Katie just trying to make Tasha Caitlin. Or Caitlin just trying to make Tasha like embarrassed publicly that her ex is talking to someone that she doesn't like. Yeah, maybe. So weird. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, we'll be following this story. <laughs> <laughs> the cracking up was like clearly. clearly. Yeah, because who else gives a fuck? <laughs> Even if you were like a, literally like a friend that's close to them, like I would not. This is not news to me. Like I wouldn't go to any one and try to like reveal this information because again like what is the information nothing i don't understand it (laughs) they're just trying to make something out of nothing clearly (laughs) yeah maybe they've been orchestrating it together to get some pr or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway that is the wrap of my dumpster diving it was a little bit long-winded today but it was just some stuff i had to let you guys know about yeah that's interesting um if we see some receipts from those messages i'm definitely interested yeah (laughs) awesome well thank you todd uh great update appreciate the dumpster dive as always and with that let's get into our recap golden bachelor episode seven let's go let's go so we we start back on the rose ceremony but as you said this is again a teaser that they're just hooking us the whole way through this uh women tell all to make sure that we find out what happens from the rose ceremony all we get is basically what we saw last week which was gary swearing jesse coming to check on him etc etc and then there is a very dramatic tone switch as we are now in the happy shiny audience of the women tell all (laughs) um the set looks a little like different and more soap opera-y here. I thought that was kind of cool. It's like more like golden and kind of old school looking. Um, and they say that whoever is sent home, it will be coming to the women tell all. So that's what we have to look forward to. Jesse begins to introduce the women. First of all, uh, Edith, I don't remember when she gets called, but from the beginning, she's like on the end and she has this like flowing, like hot pink dress. So gorgeous. I loved it. She's always standing. Eat- Yes, mm-hmm. she's the classiest. Um, they go through all the women. <laughs> I liked how uh, they were kind of like labeled in their Chiron thingies or whatever. Patty yeah. is just called Bachelor Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Patty. Uh, Natasha has chairs on her earrings. This is her brand <laughs> about wanting chairs. I love that. Oh, my God. April is standing up for her intro. She's basically commanding the audience through this whole women tell all. She's like never speaking to Jesse or the other women. She's just speaking to like the audience, which I love. 
Kathy does her signature zip it sign when it gets to her. I like all their little catchphrases and stuff. Um, yeah. And, and then after everyone is introduced, Sandra gets her chance to do her meditation with the whole audience. So they all go, fuck. I loved it. <laughs> they do uh, a highlight reel of the whole season, which I was a bit like, yeah, I know. We just watched the whole season. <laughs> It's cute though. I liked it because it was very lighthearted for the most part. Talked about the dancing, the bunk beds, pickleball, the zip it incident. Um, <laughs> they ended it like support and love for everybody. So I thought it, it was, yeah, I know it's a little bit repetitive, but at least it was pretty short for the most part. And it was still cute. It just made me kind of feel warm and fuzzy and said like, this is a good season. Yeah. It was like a good wrap up and I agree. It ended on like a really positive role. They had kind of like the music building and stuff. I really like my favorite part was the slow motion of them walking out in their like hippie outfits to this like really dramatic music. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh my God. Yes. I didn't have Franco in there doing something. Oh yeah. Franco got cut. He was a low light of the season. I would say. Yeah. Franco's like, what? I didn't agree to this. <laughs> I didn't make the real. <laughs> God. Um, but so then Jesse Palmer goes in and he's just like asking some of the ladies random questions about the season here and there. Um, he even asked April about her ankle injury. It's like, was like, why did you even do it? Or whatever. And he, <laughs> she was like, desperate times call for desperate measures. And he was asking, like, does did anybody even believe it and some ladies were like yes and some of them were like no <laughs> come on i feel like the asking girls like the ones that knew april were like ah nah, come on it's april yeah. <laughs> they know her better yeah i love that um susan says that her son was upset with the six inch comment and she's like i should have said eight <laughs> which i love <laughs> Sandra, oh they asked Sandra like about her uh, pickleball uh, head dive into the crowd. And I was glad they asked because I was like, what is the background on this? Like, does she play tennis or something like that? And she says that she's just competitive. I'm like, damn, this girl, she's got, yeah, she's got the winning spirit. Yeah. I mean, she was in it for the long haul. She skipped her daughter's wedding for this. So that's true. She's, she's a winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She has her priorities set straight. <laughs> Kathy did a good job and escaped a good villain edit because um, Jesse Palmer goes ahead and asks her like, oh, like what was the whole entire incident with that? Whatever. And she was, she was just, she was well-spoken. She basically said that she should have been more delicate um, looking back at it. And she was like, maybe we should have both zipped it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And she basically was like, okay, you know, it was my fault, but also I should have just been um, delivering my messages in a better way. Long story short, we love each other, et cetera, et cetera. So she did a very good job navigating that. She definitely was coached through or something. I agree. Yeah, she wasn't defensive, like, oh, that's not how I am or whatever, or here's the real thing Teresa was saying this blah blah blah. she's just like she did a good job of downplaying it she's like oh, I was just in the moment that's how I talk I probably could have been better but it was a competitive like space and um but we're all good now yeah that she she comes off really well 
I mean, I think she is really well-spoken in general. Yeah. She came out very like put together here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's prepared. Mm-hmm. I think this is after they come back from one of the commercials. They show the signs again. And there's a squad goals sign with like Askin. <laughs> oh, that. that's so cute. Yeah. It was really cute. <laughs> Some really cute signs. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was any gore signs. I didn't see any references to gore. No, Game of Roses. Yeah, they've been trying to get people to put their signs in, but nothing there were barely any i thought i think that was one of the only signs i saw there's a big win last season when they had a little dark lord palmer yeah um, a dc sign that made the cut that was crazy yeah game of roses is another another a much bigger (laughs) uh podcast that we listen to that does uh analysis of the bachelor as if it's a sport and so they've been trying to coin these terms like sports sports terms and then uh get them into the main game or the actual bachelor and so last season they had some success with getting one of their terms into one of the signs which was a huge win but yeah yeah not many signs this season (laughs) a little light on the signs i'm just upset (laughs) I went ahead and wrote here. I just put that my mindset at this point, because I was preparing myself. I was thinking we're going to go into the rose ceremony. Not yet. But I said, my mindset, Teresa goes home. If she doesn't, it's because Gary will have an easy pick for the last winner. Uh, That's what my mindset was at that point. Um, We'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Have have my theories. Yeah. And so from there, we go into the cooking gig. Um, they talk about how Susan's gassy and how she's blaming Edith's guacamole. That was a whole little spiel right there, which I thought was funny. Um, everybody was like claiming that it was actually the meatballs. And I totally think what Susan is trying to say, Edith's guacamole was so bomb that I kept eating it, but my tummy didn't respond well. But I love her guacamole, period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Su- Susan is uh, like low FODMAP. They can't have like garlic and stuff. <laughs> she kept talking about the garlic. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, it's the meatballs. And she's like, it's not the meatballs. I literally eat the meatballs all the time. Maybe Nobody it's the, the stress of the production schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outside factors. Maybe someone in production literally slipped or something because they're like, we need some drama for the season. All right. Start fighting over guacamole, please. <laughs> I love um, how adamant Edith was in defending herself, though. She's like, no, no. You can yeah. tell, like, she doesn't really want to be having this conversation. She's like, I will stand by my guacamole. <laughs> the whole thing was great. Um, we go ahead and move on. And we're talking a little bit more about hope, how there is um, now, like, a new mindset for these ladies, how they are excited to get back into the dating pool again. Um, how they really appreciated this whole entire experiment because um, it just took them out of their comfort zone and that they realized that like life's not over yet like let's get in it and let's find a new partner kind of deal um, Natasha plugs her little pro aging coach title which hey go for it Natasha and then we uh, wrap that part up with Chris Jenner Chris Jenner had a little video for them and was like calling them queens and da 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 and like you guys are awesome this is the best season and then she's like susan <laughs> love you're it. Doing it right <laughs> yeah i love this and then like susan is like i love her so it's very cute i'm glad they had that yeah. moment um uh i'm like thinking about i'm like okay first of all 
Hulu. They're doing more and more like a bachelor Kardashians crossover type stuff. I think because they're both on Hulu because remember at the beginning or wasn't the beginning of the season, but like at one point there was a video uh, about uh, Kim pretending that she was going to be the bachelorette or something, which would be amazing. Like over in so many ways. It's kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) I liked it. Um, Maybe the season on purpose because she looked like Chris Jenner. That's my theory. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd be surprised if that were true. Her and Kathy are both like intentional plans. For real. And then I did write down like, where's the Caitlyn Jenner message? Exactly. I No, I bet Chris was like, won that one. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get any message from Caitlyn. <laughs> that probably would have been messed up. <laughs> uh, that's such a good theory. I love that. They intentionally are casting people who look like their other hit show. <laughs> I could, yeah, that, that's starting to make sense, especially what, since it's all Hulu related. We should look out. Uh, the, what else does Hulu have? Uh, <laughs> like, I look out for more crossover casting. <laughs> yeah, they they're doing. Oh, maybe for Bachelor or Bachelorette, they're um, Hulu's also doing the Demilio show with like Charlie Demilio, the TikToker. Mm. So I'm like people that are similar to like her and her sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, we'll keep tabs on this theory and is charlene charlene not Char- no i'm saying like the new girl on bachelor she'll be like i'm a tiktoker and my name is charlene and like what uh, is tiktoker charlie and everybody's gonna connect with you but yeah they'll let social media take it <laughs> yeah um after that we go ahead and take joan into the hot seat um, which I'm honestly kind of surprised because, like, I get that it was, like, a thing, but I didn't think it was, like, that big of a thing. She wasn't, like, she didn't have much screen time to begin with. She only started getting screen time when she did her little poetry thing. And then after that, their date, and then literally the next day, she left. So, like, altogether, I mean, maybe they included her in that because, like, that was the first time we saw him cry. But does do you also feel like that was kind of confusing? That she had her own hot seat. Yeah, I thought it was weird. It was definitely kind of giving her more time than like her, like outweighed her relationship with Gary. Um, I feel like maybe it was just because people wanted to hear like, oh, what was really wrong with her daughter? And she just said like, oh, she had postpartum depression, which I think everyone kind of assumed something like that anyhow. So I thought it was weird use of time and like a couple other things. I was like, you you could do literally anything with these episodes and those ladies are so funny like they should have done like never have I ever or like played a little game or something like that I think that would have been a much better use of time than like yeah talking to Joan we didn't really learn anything new yeah no 100% and I wrote unless down, she's bachelorette maybe that's what I wrote down yes I'm like is this a bachelorette edit because why are they trying so hard for Joan I mean, I wouldn't be no, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Joan is so cool. I think she has a great personality and stuff like that. And I think she's hot. Um, so I would I could see her as like a bachelorette. Um, they even t- take time to do a whole flashback with her time, you know, with Gary and stuff too, which is like, okay. And I wrote down here my flashback take, like after watching it, I'm like, fuck them kids. Like <laughs> <laughs> You had to go back for your child. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I wonder <laughs> I wonder how her, her daughter felt like watching it back. Cause I'm sure she was probably like, 
oh mom like you're choosing this reality show for me but that I don't know if she would have known like the actual level of connection that Joan had with him like if she would have yeah. been like oh you actually like yeah we're maybe in the forefront and had a relationship yeah and is I think they actually did like each other a lot Gary and Joan like I think they did have a really good connection too but and again um, he likes um brunettes so maybe she wouldn't have made it far anyhow all of the freaking blondes were being eliminated were left and right <laughs> so after joe ellen mm-hmm. i honestly i cried so much throughout this whole entire part oh my gosh this is so sad it was so sad i cried like first we did a flashback of course I started tearing up right when she comes out the limo. I was like, we made it, Roberta. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. The the Roberta of it all it was just too much. Yeah. And she, and the- it was interesting to hear her talk about, I mean, like, I know that her and Gary had a good connection. Um, I don't know. Something about seeing her, like, talk about it in the seat. Like, she was really, like, um, she says this was one of the most emotional and difficult times of her life, which is interesting like she's led a long life um and she really saw like a life with him so i think she was really really in it just sad yeah it was really upsetting like my heartstrings were pulling so much when she was like saying like i felt so special you know just in general like he treated me like a princess (sighs) and then she was like talking about roberta again and how she couldn't wait um, you know, to get started and, you know, Roberta was the one who told you to join and, you know, all this stuff. And I was so sad. I started sobbing. And then I'm watching this. I was watching this live with Johnny. And then he said this. Johnny said, <laughs> I, he said, I had to fix my cry face because it was not cute. And that made me cry more. <laughs> I got mad at him. Damn it. I'm like, whose cry face is cute anyways? a and then b i am your fiance so whatever i do is cute shut up he's like get that shit out of here <laughs> that's not what you want to hear when you're no. crying takes you out of the I'm moment like, yeah. i was like are you serious and i was i got mad he knew he fucked up <laughs> you're like you don't even know about roberta <laughs> I know. very upsetting anyways uh i had to go through a traumatic experience but it's fine i survived <laughs> it was traumatic <laughs> for all of us i was like this i don't like you know it's always these reality shows are kind of preying on people's emotions blah blah that's kind of the name of the game but this is like uh, i don't know this this episode in general i did feel like crossed the line a little bit in terms of like oh i just felt like we were like leeching on these people's like really raw emotions like for tv i'm like Keep keep it like a little bit lighter. Like don't crush them so much. I feel like well, it's gonna get worse because it did, and I feel like it's gonna get worse next episode too. I'm so scared. Yeah, I know. I'm like cringing a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, Ellen takes us through basically the the aftermath. The only part of the story that we haven't seen, which is like when she got back home from the show before it aired um roberto was in a semi-coma state and basically staying alive so that they could watch uh 
uh, they could watch Ellen on the show together. And at a certain point, Ellen didn't want her to suffer anymore. And so she says, we're going to watch the show from different places together. Oh my God, I was sobbing. Ah. Tears were like streaming down my face. I'm tearing up now again. (sighs) And honestly, like that's just a whole nother love in general. It's she's not talking about like a spouse or anything. She's talking about her best friend. And the thing about like best friend love, it's just like everybody has that. You know what I mean? So that one just hits so much harder, especially when like somebody's like just so close to you, so genuine. Like it's your your best friend. Like everybody's like feeling that. I felt that so hard. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think more relatable versus like when I mean of course like having like a spouse and you know like something happens like that's of course very devastating as well but I feel like everybody can connect to a best friend type of love where you know how painful that would be yeah and Ellen I mean she I think has been divorced twice so she's had two husbands but we don't think that they have died like while they were married so this is like probably the person she's had a relationship with for the longest in her life like aside from maybe some family and stuff um so yeah I feel like this is like it's like the equivalent of like losing your spouse or something (sighs) and then and then Jesse's like guess who's here and I'm like who the fuck (laughs) I know like Roberta (laughs) plot twist of the century (laughs) she's also like uh I don't know <laughs> oh, <Roberta>. but it's <laughs> it's Roberta's daughter. Ah, okay. <laughs> she is in the audience. She has a beautiful speech thanking Ellen for her friendship and she calls Ellen beautiful. Nice little speech from Roberta's daughter. I can see how Roberta was probably an amazing woman as well. But what did you think this person was going to be? <laughs> I was also so confused. Not gonna lie, Roberta did pop into my <laughs> I did consider it, and then I thought, no, Roberta's ghost is here. <laughs> Her spirit's floating down the stairs. I'm here, Ellen. Yeah, I said, forget what the transition was, but it was very much like we know you cared about Roberta very much, and guess who's here? <laughs> like... Ellen was thrown. She's like, uh. <laughs> Chris Jenner? Yeah. Um, he was like a celebrity to make her feel better. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I was also uh, thinking it too. I'm like, well, who it's going to fit into this segment? Like, that doesn't make sense. But, um, yeah. Taylor Swift. Sweet. Yeah. Everybody starts naming their favorite celebrity <laughs> or their likes. Helen, it would be the potential, um, her, Ellen's, um, look-alike who is Helen what's her face Helen Mirren the, there you go mm-hmm. Helen Mirren is here to help you feel better <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was kind of an interesting like surprise guest because it's like well I'm sure they've spent a lot of time together and they've talked a lot so it was just to to give a little speech to Ellen on screen or like for some drama but it's not like Ellen hasn't seen her probably in a while I don't know just emotional support I guess yeah that's what I'm thinking too but that was cute. Very cute. Finally, we have Gary come out after this. They're all chanting for him. Gary, Gary. Uh, he says about the women, I love them all. <laughs> Stop mm-hmm. saying this shit, Gary. <laughs> I know. 
Oh, um, when he's coming out, the signs are up. And one of the signs I wrote down, because it's a fantastic sign, it says, when Gary cries, everyone cries. I'm like, yes. <laughs> that is true. That is true. He just has such a, like, look of just raw emotion on his face. It's hard not to empathize with him. Yeah. He, yeah, he's very transparent with his feelings. He wears his heart on the sleeve for sure. Yeah. Um, Jesse Palmer is asking him um, that the first night that he was supposed to not have kissed anybody, and he did. And he's like, how do you feel like your granddaughters feel about that? <laughs> and Gary's like, granddaughters be damned. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> we yeah. love to see Gary living his best life. Yeah. Be a little hoe. <laughs> They'll so, understand. That generation, they're so sex positive. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Joan, basically, each of the ladies say a little something here and there. Joan says that she wishes him the best. And um, they, she appreciates the experience. And she's now cra- craving to find someone for herself as well. Um, and Gary's like also telling her, like, oh, yes, like, you know, of course you had to go back. Like, I don't hold that against you, whatever. And then um, even Ellen basically says, thank you for treating me like a princess. Um, you know, that was like the main thing for her and how she truly felt like valued and loved, et cetera, et cetera. So it was really cute. Each of them got, got to say their little piece. Yeah, it's cute. And they keep... uh they keep cutting to this one older woman in the audience. Did you notice how there's like one 60 year old woman? <laughs> if we were, if we went, we should have dressed up as old ladies. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that would have been my gig. I would have worn like a curly, like, um, wig. That's all gray. We had like little spectacles. We would have gone dressed up as old ladies. Yeah. Theme. That, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. Okay. Golden we'll bachelorette. Go- yeah. <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> um afterwards we finally get into the rose ceremony oh my god thank god yeah i was like what's taking so long finally rose ceremony thank you um so gary has his anxiety he was basically (laughs) seeing that he has like a he felt like he had an elephant like on his chest or whatever yeah and i'm like isn't that something you like look out for in the emergency room like someone's having a heart attack like was he okay I, I know, like, where are the medics? There should literally have been, like, little medics with their little bags just checking his heart, you know, his pulse, his blood pressure, all that stuff. Just make sure the ki- guy's okay, guys. Come on. He's literally 72. That would have been a fun scene, like, um, instead of, like, the makeup team running in and, like, dabbing, like, his forehead or whatever, like, brushing him up. It would just be, like, quick, like, med team. They come in. They take his pulse. They're, like, yeah. sit here. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, that should have been happening. I don't know why I didn't, but. Maybe it mm-hmm. did right there we always want like a good ambulance scene that's true yeah <laughs> um anyway so uh long story short he picks Teresa. okay <sighs> he sends faith home people in I the was- audience are reacting like yeah i am they're like stressed they're like rubbing their face like no how's this happening i'm still in shock like, I don't understand. He literally said, I love you in the most beautiful way to faith. They had the most romantic scene together about how they said, I love you to each other. And he sent her home. He doesn't, like, Teresa, I don't understand. 
I literally felt that he only picked Teresa last time over Ellen because Teresa looked like she was fucking going to have a heart attack and die at that moment. So he was like, here, take the rose, Teresa. I don't want you to die. (laughs) Yeah, Teresa's been like at this point, if Teresa wins, it's going to be really weird because she's been last in so many of the rose ceremonies. Yeah. I don't think she's going to win, but what are your... along then gary i don't know i i just don't see any sense of this i don't even know how their connection is so deep because he didn't even say that he loved her he was saying that it's a possibility and he said i love you to two other people my concern is that maybe he decided not to go with faith because she was really firm about not wanting to move mm-hmm. but I felt like they liked, they loved each other enough to like somehow find a good solution. Easy solution right here. Six months in this state, six months in the other state. Boom. Solved it for you. Boom. (laughs) Hire Todd as your relationship counselor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agree with everything. I think at this point, like, I feel like it has to be Leslie. My theory on like the, the, I think he may have only intended to say it to leslie because he's his is so intentional when he says it to leslie in her hometown he's like looking at her and he says i love you um i was thinking about that moment where they were in front of the family like i was thinking like how would you have gotten out of that without saying i love you because the sister is like oh gary i can tell that you love faith and then his faith is like oh would you say it out loud is he supposed to say no (laughs) i would not like i think maybe i thought he said that so from my recollection you're right yeah you're right like the sister definitely brought that on in the first place so that would have been hard to get out of then faith was like oh my god did she really say that and he was like ha 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 and then i thought he said would you say it out loud but maybe you're right maybe she said it and now he's stuck in my head, though, I also did see it as slow stepping, so slow, like he was progressing slowly with each date. The Teresa date was first. He did not say I love you. The, the faith date next, he was warming up. Then he like said it kind of thing. And then, of course, Leslie, he just right out said it. I honestly, genuinely thought that he did love faith. And maybe he did. And I honestly thought that he just felt okay to say it in front of everybody because he did feel it. But I don't know. I'm just so confused. I don't know. Hey, and I'm not dragging on Teresa. I just want to make it very clear. Teresa is a very sweet old lady. She's very sweet. Yeah. I I can see like, uh, yeah, kind of what you were saying. If you love someone, like you, you don't want to hurt them as much. And if he really does love Faith, like let's say he loves her second, whatever. Uh, he loves Leslie first. He knows it's probably going to, it's going to be Leslie. Like he doesn't want to keep bringing Faith along because he knows it'll just be more and more painful for her or it will make, it would make it confusing with Leslie or, you know, if he knows he's going to marry Leslie and he's in love with Faith, like maybe he's trying to cut that off. Like if you're trying to marry someone, you don't want to be spending more time with someone who you're in love with and are probably going to keep falling deeper in love with. Like maybe he's like, it's not, you know, respectful to Leslie or like good for their relationship. Maybe watching back, it'll be easier to say to Leslie, like, 
well, you know, I wasn't into Teresa. <laughs> I think that's an easier sell. You know what I mean? That's why I was thinking that's, yeah, that's kind of like the route I'm saying too, because like, there's no way that he's into Teresa as much, which I feel bad for Teresa at that point then because she's still getting dragged along as well, but it would be easier for him on the journey, which I do get as well. And I also feel like, well, which we see in the teaser for the next episode, um, he, I think he breaks up with somebody earlier. So from what it looks like, he kind of like to send somebody home early before the proposal, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of supporting our theory of like, he just wanted to kind of like choose somebody and then move on. And then like, okay, let's dump and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause he says something in the promo about, um, I like brought a good person along and I broke their heart or something, which kind of, yeah, backs that up. It's like, he thought that he could just like bring her along because it would be easier, but obviously like her feelings are getting really involved. And now, I mean, that's the bachelor. That's the bachelor yeah. kids. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't be it either. It's but definitely, just- yeah. Like if I were Leslie, like if it's Leslie, which I feel like it's obviously Leslie and like to know that faith like met his whole family and everything like that. And the family would be comparing you to faith and stuff like yeah i get it yeah i agree it's pretty tough but when he like obviously didn't call her name the rose ceremony she handles herself very well at first i'm like is she even sad yeah i mean looks sad but i'm like she's not crying at all or anything i do recall her though that she was preparing herself earlier because even before like at hometowns i think she was like i'm just preparing myself because you never know kind of thing um and she said like it could happen it could not happen so i think because she was preparing herself all along then she was okay but um she's on the stage with jesse and jesse's like you had to have been blindsided he's literally like i don't i don't know about you but i thought you were blindsided yeah kind of long which low-key at the same time it's a valid point to say but jesse come on man He must have been shocked. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think he he meant to say that as in like, because she was kind of saying this stuff about, was it all in my head, blah, blah, blah. And so I think he was trying to say like, no, we are all along with you. Like we saw what you felt. We were also very shocked. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, oh, <laughs> just daggers. Yeah. Um, when when he does send her in the limo, they, I and this is kind of maybe supported by the conversation we just had. Like he seemed so cold to her. Like I really expected like more of like a emotional yeah. thing at that point. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe they're just both trying to like hold their shit together. I, that's why I'm kind of thinking they're just trying not to like break down and cry yeah. because I mean, Gary comes out basically for the rose ceremony and they both break down and they literally are crying so much as they like hug each other. Oh. And it was really sad and depressing. And Johnny made a good point. He was like, that's weird. I'm like, what do you mean? That's weird. He's like, well, why is he crying so much? Isn't he supposed to be like happily engaged to somebody else? Like, why is this like hitting him so hard? I think it's suspicious. I'm like, hmm. I mean, I think that is interesting. Like, if I were Leslie, I'd be like, like, and and Leslie or Teresa, God forbid. But whoever the winner is, <laughs> the ring winner is, um, they're watching this right now and they're seeing gary sobbing hugging one of his exes that he was very in love with i'm like that makes me feel uncomfortable you know what i mean but i feel like at the same 
probably didn't have like the closure that they wanted and stuff. And this is the first time since that. I, I think my ego would be bruised though if I were his fiance and I see him crying like that over one of his exes. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like Gary like takes, he's very empathetic. I think he was just like feeling really bad that he hurt her so much maybe um, rather than like, it's like a missed thing or whatever. Like, but I do feel like he was, yeah, really in love with her and like just trying to like cut things off without feeling emotions but yeah it was a very emotional reunion this so this is the other one where I was like I don't feel like we should be watching this like she's just like sobbing and oh uh, said I would have been yours for the rest of your life I know she's so I'm like also is Faith okay like is someone checking in on her like I'm really really worried about her and she she was saying like oh she didn't want her kids to be worried about her and like they're probably worried about you now like watching this this is horrible uh I I I think they owe her a bachelorette otherwise like I don't know how she's gonna be doing you know like let's let's get her into something distracted I know I think that would be so cute for her I could see her as a bachelorette as well um, she really made herself a very good like edit like she had a great edit in this sense um, and I thought it was kind of funny when she said I would have been well she said I would have been yours for the rest of your life <laughs> she knows she's going to outlive Gary not our lives <laughs> I know I mean it's true <laughs> she's like 60 something right yeah she's like 60 I think she was one of the younger ones um anyways he also is very sad though because and he's crying and his voice is breaking about how he said he broke his promise to her family about not breaking her heart which i also thought was depressing as well and he's put i'm depressed so yeah i feel like he really didn't know at the time of hometown do you think he knew at the time of hometown was like who was going to pick or do you think he really used that to be like i mean because leslie they didn't even go to her house like they went to like some random hotel she seems very much more able to fit into his life and like maybe that actually was a really big deciding factor and he saw how faith wasn't able to move and like yeah yeah when he was saying those things like he was like it could be it could really be her and then just after hometowns he decided no I think that you're right I think that um it was I think because faith had a much more established like place and she really loved her home And she really loved her family. That's why she was very firm about like, I want to stay here. And I think that literally is, if not the reason why he just couldn't go on in that way. Because I think he does want to live in his, in the same house that he's at, which is fine. I I get that. But that sucks that that couldn't have been a conversation that they could have settled earlier on that could have saved them like a, a lot of heartbreak, I think. Yeah, like what conversation did they have about it? Because then at, at the hot seat, she seems like she was willing to move. So he's like, did he even ask her? Well, no, because in the hometown, she was saying it's very contradicting. It's because in the hometown, she was clearly saying that she wanted to stay. Her dead horse was buried there. Her kids are right there. You know, yeah. all that stuff. I was listening to this one podcast and they were like saying... <laughs> In regards to the horse, they're like, all they do was dig up like a little piece of the horse and she can take it with her. <laughs> Move the burial site. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Relocate the horse. <laughs> Let the horse rest in peace, man. 
I mean, if that's the deciding factor between this amazing love. <laughs> exactly. Just take the horse. God, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So we torture Faith for a while. Blah, blah, blah. I like her revenge dress. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. She's great. Uh, when they hug, uh, I guess this is like at the end, they hug and yeah, she says, I will always love you, Gary. And he just goes, oh God. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is this? That's all very concerning to me. I don't know. He's, I, there has to be, I just feel like there's something. I feel confused because I understand that he really appreciates her like as a person but it's just interesting maybe he made his decision and he realizes that it was the wrong decision i don't know it's just very interesting to me i don't know i i I mean it's also possible that he was more in love with faith but you know he's had like a great love of his life he's looking for someone for the next 10 whatever 15 years Maybe he's like, that's not a priority for me right now. I'm more in love with this person, but like, I want to spend the next 10, 15 years like with my family at my lake house. Like those things are in a relationship that I I am in love with the person and we have fun. Like, but I think it's possible that being with the person he loves the most is not the biggest priority for him at this point in his life. I now have a new theory. Okay. So Leslie is 64 years old. Okay. Let's see. Teresa is 70. And then I'm pretty sure Faith is 61. My new theory is that Teresa is the winner. Oh. Because because he maybe wants to be fair and be like, look, I'm 72 years old. These girls probably will have me for a good, maybe if like worst case scenario, another 10 years. Okay. Best case scenario, 15, 20 years. But I'm going to be an old, old, decrepit person and they're going to have like so much like energy and still and stuff. Like I love them so much, but I don't want them to pick like such an older person to like kind of like end, I don't know. He just wants them to like find somebody more their age that's gonna be at their level, their energy, their longevity the whole entire time. And so he picks Teresa because they can be like kind of at the same level too. Does that make sense? Interesting. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe he's like, I don't want to burden you. Like, get old, and then you have to take care of me or something. That would be something yeah. to think about with Leslie because I feel like she's like going. She's a go getter. Like she's around doing shit all the time. So. Yeah. If something happens to him which it like could and the, i mean he could like you know in the next five years like at least have something happen where he's not able to do as much as they would want to do that's interesting possibly yeah i don't know it's just guessing yeah. himself oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we could do bloopers <laughs> as if as if our brains can just switch off like that yeah. uh <laughs> Um, I thought this was a cute group of real. Apparently, Gary says so a lot. Um, <laughs> Which of... I honestly, I didn't really notice it that much. Did you notice that he said so a lot? No, I feel like they're kind of trying to make it a thing. It's not like Gabby. Gabby would always. Yeah. What would she say? Um, yeah. Or something. Yeah. No, she's. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was a lot more obvious. I don't know. I didn't notice that either, but it seemed like other people did because there were some shots of other people kind of like mimicking him saying so. <laughs> um, there, someone is cooking hot dogs and saying, I haven't seen this many wieners since college. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big time. That was so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. I felt that like she looks so embarrassed like she had no idea they could use this footage it's like do you... <laughs> so the confidence that she was doing it with is like seems like she didn't care anyhow but also yeah. i'm not sure if she's aware like that they actually will use anything from those like she just assumed they would edit that out but like oh no that's gold <laughs> <laughs> the scene of kathy she's like i want a rose make it happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah or else fuck you <laughs> Kathy has another one where she just runs headfirst into the camera like <laughs> yeah that was great There's, like um people were being pushed into the pool uh, Ellen was great oh my god it was just a good real bloopers I really liked it yeah it was good I like how it kind of builded built built towards the end yeah um but yeah that wraps the episode and we get a promo finally they are allowed to leave the country they're going to costa rica still small budget i assume <laughs> yeah this is where they're repelling horseback riding stuff that we've seen before is happening uh they have fantasy suites people their age still knock boots um telling <laughs> leslie i think you're the one like it just seems so obvious it's leslie i don't know i mean yeah you have your theory about Teresa. um but as you said it seems like he is uh gonna cut someone loose maybe and it looks like he knocks at Teresa's door so um question did you mention this or did I mention this to you already how when April was on the biofile podcast um apparently April said like later on because I didn't listen to the whole thing but later on she was like saying how men when they're younger think with their dick and as they grow older it doesn't change interesting is that a yeah. is that a hint <laughs> i think yeah i will because i think she's like saying how he kind of like likes the younger ones maybe because they're still like just like he finds them more attractive in general mm. i don't know yeah he keeps saying leslie is very sexy yeah so he wants to knock boots with her. <laughs> it's just interesting because, like, I would not have called from the beginning, like, that it was Leslie. I remember they she was dancing with him night one, and I was like, oh, she just seems so young for him. Like, yeah, personality and, and actually being young and everything. So I'm really surprised that she's maybe going to be the one at the end. I know. It's going to be interesting. Cannot wait to see this, but I am very scared for my heart and also Gary's health. Gary's health, yeah. Uh, when Jeffsy wraps up the episode afterwards, he Gary... Depressed. He looks so sad. Jesse? No, Gary, he looks oh. very During that time as they're wrapping up, he's like very yeah. stone-faced. Oh he doesn't want to watch it. Um, but he tells... Jesse, hey, you did a good job, man. After she, after Jesse wraps up, which I thought was funny. I thought it was maybe like this is not the first take of it, and then yeah. Gary was, of course, like, "Oh, good job, you did it this time." <laughs> Just breaking the fourth wall. 
That's funny. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. Exhaust, emotionally exhausting episode. I'm kind of like, it was great, but I'm kind of glad we're past it. And But I do feel like it's going to get worse next week. So we'll see. <laughs> Prepare. I'll try to be in a good mental space when I watch. <laughs> well, luckily, well, I mean, not luckily. Next week, um, we have F-Boy. Um, I'm sorry, we're still going to be doing F-Boy, of course. And obviously, you guys are listening to this one now. But our next two episodes of F-Boy and Golden... Rachel is going to be on a beautiful trip to Europe. Yes. Um, taking a quick little break, I will be recapping with a special guest um, for each episode. So I hope you guys still tune in. It's going to be great. I think you will enjoy it. Um, and it'll be for both the Golden and then F-Boy. And then Rachel will be back just in time for... You know, it'll be some good stuff with our following finale for Golden and then um, continuing on with F-Boy as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be off for Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I'll be I'll be away for two episodes. I'm excited for the special guest. Brings us some spice to the pod. Um, yeah, that'll be great. I'll send I'll send you some thoughts, too. So get some. Yes. Quick takes. Get <laughs> trash collection. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, speaking of trash collection, what? Uh, not trash collection. Trash reacts. Trash, trash reacts. reacts. What? No way. Yeah. Trash reacts is our segment where we share some funny reactions, memes, etc. We found across the internet for this week's episode. So, what have you got this week, Top? I actually don't have one. Um, I wasn't find mine, but please share yours. Yes, I have. <laughs> uh, I kind of already said this joke, so I won't use these, but I did have several about um, thinking that Roberta was going to come back from the dead. Uh, but this one is from at Emily, Bl- Emily B live tweet. Uh, it says trying to understand Teresa over faith. And I don't know if this is a meme. It's like a guy, an electrician looking at a panel with like a million wires coming out of it with his hands on his hips. Like, mm. <laughs> Even, you know, a good meme for that, too, would be that one lady, like, who's, like, thinking really hard, and all these math equations are floating around her head, too. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, be- Trying to do the oh, math. Wait, I- uh, you're saying that, not me thinking, um, Roberta was coming back from the dead. Yeah. Actually, I have this one reaction to that. It's that hamster that looks like he's, like, being zoomed around really fast. <laughs> I like this one because it's, like, a scared reaction. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Send me yeah. those both because we'll be sharing it on our um, Instagram page. That's great. I love it. Absolutely. Let us know what you thought was going to happen when they said they were going to call someone from the audience out yeah. on Ellen's segment. I'm very curious to see what you guys, what your guesses were. <laughs> oh my gosh. They should have done a quick, uh, you know, like sometimes in shows they'll like pause the show and then like put some options up on the screen. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? They should have done that. The quick audience yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, love it God. but that is our episode for today uh thank you guys so much for listening this has been a fun as we said emotional season uh, i'm so excited to be back eventually covering the finale um but excited to hear uh next week's episodes with you and your special guests next week Todd. so Thanks. Yeah, hopefully it'll be fun. I, well, it's going to be fun and you guys are going to really enjoy it. And Rachel, I hope you have a safe, safe trip. 
Thank you. I'm I'm traveling internationally as Gary did not have the opportunity to. <laughs> I feel privileged. <laughs> I'll I will go because Gary couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you should good spot. Uh, give us like good spots where you think would have been a perfect proposal spot for him too. We would love to see it. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'll send some inspo. Reenact it with Dan too. Have like Dan give you a rose or something in that spot. That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, a rose would be good. He oh no, he likes to embarrass me by pretending that he's proposing in public places and I I uh, hate it. <laughs> he does. Oh my gosh. Well, this will be right up his alley then. Perfect. Do it. I don't know. Oh yeah, we'll do something. I don't want to encourage him. He'll get carried away. I love that you guys are just married already and he still does that. That's so funny. I just like, I don't like public attention and then I never know what to do. Like I, I, I hate acting. So I'm like, I don't want to play into it, but I, it's embarrassing to be like, no, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like a horrible catch-22 or uh, like yes oh my god <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> I should turn it back and try to embarrass him and be like oh yeah <laughs> he would not see that coming that would be great I would love to see it and everybody around will be like oh <laughs> yeah that's a good strategy okay I'll try to or use that say, say no and then walk away no leave <laughs> you walk like 500 yards away leave the building <laughs> yeah oh my i'll have to try that um but yeah cool well i'll see you guys next time thank you so much for listening okay bye bye